Welcome to Let It Grow Investing. I'm Jeff. Thank you for stopping by. Let's talk about stocks, crypto, market news, investing ideas, and strategies. I'm not a financial advisor, and this is only for entertainment purposes. Please make sure to like, follow, and share so that we can all grow together. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Let It Grow Investing. I am Jeff, and thank you for stopping by. Uh, you know, hopefully everyone had a great uh, Christmas with family and friends and, uh, you know, good times, good memories, good food and, and you know, all that fun stuff. I know I had, I had a great time uh, celebrating with all the family that we have and uh, friends, local and, you know, people visiting as well. So it was a, it was a good time all around for me. But um, yeah, we uh, we're looking at the market now. We're we're seeing some different uh, things running up into the end of the year. We've talked about you know tax loss harvesting and and wash sales and things that you can do for your taxes. Uh, so I think this might be a little bit of a, a volatile week. A lot of the traders are going to possibly be in for a couple days and then take some days off. Market closures and you know shortened days and things like that. Uh, you know, last week and this week are, are going to affect that, especially with the end of the year coming in. Um, so a lot of different stuff out there going on, uh, although it's been a quiet couple days as far as, you know, the market being closed on Friday. And uh, I'm sure we're, we're going to have a slower day on Monday, but um, we uh, we definitely could see some volatility mixed in there. Uh, you know, last week I had announced that we are going to be doing this investing challenge. Um Basically, the, the plan is uh, that I will be putting in $200 weekly of my own money into a new portfolio. Um, that $200 weekly will be uh, invested into stocks or crypto on Webull. The, uh, the link for Webull is uh, in the description if you want to follow along. And um, the group will be voting on five different stocks that I will pick each week. And then on uh, Monday or Tuesday, what, if the market's closed, we will be starting, uh, you know, we'll be buying about $200 every week or $200 every week of the stock that we pick. Um, and that's just going to be on the Weeble. I will be posting up the, the results of, uh, well, one, the poll and two, how we're doing in the portfolio. Um, you know, and I posted a uh, video on the, uh, the Facebook group with basically saying this also. But uh, go ahead and like that video and uh, invite three people to the group. You have to invite them because it's uh, it's not public anymore. It's a private group. So invite three people that uh, you want to join up uh, and comment invited. And then you're going to be included in a, a giveaway of a, a Google Nest Hub. Um, you know, it'll be free. I'll ship it anywhere in the continental U.S. for free. Um, if you win and you live outside of the continental U.S., we'll, we'll figure that out. But uh, I'll just be picking those names uh, for next Monday's episode. So go ahead and, and go on there, uh, comment, invite it, invite three people, and like the post, uh, and you'll be entered. And that should be uh, should be fun. But I'm looking to uh, to build this portfolio to show everyone what we can do with uh, regular weekly investing. Um, it is going to be a little bit tricky to to really get a forecast of what I think this portfolio is going to do. Uh, based on the fact that we don't, or I don't have a plan as to what everyone's going to pick. So it's uh, hopefully going to outperform the S&P. That's uh, ultimately my goal. 
Uh, but if a lot of people are picking, you know, really conservative names, uh, you know, every week I'm going to have a, a mixture of names, some a little bit riskier, some a little bit less riskier. And, you know, ultimately it'll depend on what the group picks as to how this portfolio might do throughout the year. Uh, I know a couple of people have already talked about doing the same thing with uh, either doing an ETF or mimicking what we're doing on the uh, on the podcast and following those picks along. Uh, I know some people have talked about doing, you know, less money or more money. So if there's uh, something that you're looking to do, go ahead and get that uh, account ready to roll. If you're already got an account open and you just want to, you know, kind of match what we're doing on the uh, the group, you can do that also. But if you want to start a new portfolio, there's uh, there's definitely a lot of options out there for, uh, you know, different bonuses you can get for opening an account right now. I know Webull is doing open uh, open an account. You get uh, one free share between worth between $3 and $300. And then when you make a deposit of $8 or more, uh, you get an additional five free shares randomly selected. And ultimately, they're going to give you free shares for putting uh, you know a small amount of money in. So go ahead and take advantage of that. Uh, that promotion ends on the uh, 31st of this month. So if you get that done this week, you can get uh, some additional free shares and, uh, you know, it's, it's free money. Uh, it does work. It's not a scam there. You know, it's a legitimate brokerage. Uh, so feel free to do that and uh, at least get that, that free money, you know, worth up to, I think $1,800 is, is the deal right now. And um, yeah, so go ahead and do that. And we will, we'll start getting this uh, portfolio going. Um, this week I'm looking at these five names, um, in no, no particular order. I just think they're a bit undervalued or, uh, oversold right now. And we're going to try to play that for the long game for the, for the year to see if we can get uh, better returns on some oversold names. So, uh, one's not quite oversold, but the rest of them are, we've got DraftKings, uh, you know, the, the gambling play where, you know, people are going to be. Uh, either doing the, the sports betting or, uh, you know, fantasy football, stuff like that. We've got uh, PayPal, you know, FinTech, uh, they own Venmo also. Uh, undervalued, sold off heavily. We're, we had them on a watch list. They are down, I believe, about 30% since when we originally added them to a watch list. Uh, Enphase Energy uh, had gotten up to like 280 and now they're down in the 180s. So uh, this solar EV micro um, microconductors, I believe is what they call them, uh, that they can control each individual solar panel for uh, maximum efficiency and a uh, whole home battery stations. Uh, they are definitely sold off as well. We've got SoFi that uh, has had that great run and now they're sold back down to the $14, $15 range. Uh, this one, I see a lot of different benefits going forward. I know we had talked about the... Uh, student loan forgiveness being uh, expired and, or uh, going to be expiring. But now I know that got extended to May, but they also had the uh, the bank charter that should be coming out shortly, which should further help the stock. Um, but I definitely think they are oversold and in a buy territory. So I do like that one here. And then the, the fifth one that really is not, um, well, it's not oversold is uh, NVIDIA. But uh, I've never seen this one oversold. Um, I've, I've been watching this one a long time. It's, it's the only one on the list that I don't have a position in. And uh, it continues to go up. 
Uh, so, you know, 5G autonomous chips, semiconductors, that's their, uh, that's kind of their, their lane and that's what they're looking to do. So whether it's metaverse, AR, VR, their chips are going to be in a bunch of different things. Um, so that's the five picks I've got DraftKings, PayPal, Enphase, SoFi, NVIDIA. If I look through them, I mean, I'm sure we can, we can go and break down each one a little bit more individually, but, uh, NVIDIA, uh, represents an upside of 21%, according to the analysts. When I'm looking at SoFi, um, this one is going to be a 62% of upside, um, currently at 1509 average price target at 2450 End phase. We have a average price target of 266 represents a 41% of upside, um, on end phase. So, you know, currently 188, we got a, a lot of room for running. We've already been up there. We are trending back down. I do think we are about at a bottom and I, I definitely think we can roll up nicely from here. Uh, PayPal. If we take a look here, we are at 192 average price target of 270 represents uh, 41% of upside on this name and DraftKings possibly the highest uh, upside I'm going to guess um current price 2940 average price target of 5113 represents 73.68% of upside so if we're going based on the upside um, according to the analyst uh DraftKings and then I believe it was Enphase or SoFi and then PayPal Nvidia but you know, ultimately it is the, the group's decision to make. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm fine with any of these picks. I do think that all of them have a lot of room to run. Uh, even NVIDIA that I don't think is oversold still has about 20% of upside. That's probably um, a safer pick. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure the names like DraftKings and maybe SoFi would probably be more on the risky side. Uh, PayPal, I still think is a safe pick also. I, I don't think there's much more downside from here. Uh, end phase. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm long end phase and I'll, I'll keep buying it at these price points one way or another, but, uh, yeah, ultimately I'll, I'll throw these names up on a poll on the Facebook group. And this episode is being recorded on uh, Sunday. This will be coming out Monday. So I'll be dropping the, uh, the names off today and then you'll, you'll, uh, be able to vote all week. And, uh, like I said, go ahead and invite uh, three other people comment invited on that video and like that post and you'll be entered to win that Google Nest Hub. I do want to see some more people in the group interacting. So ultimately, we can get some some more votes and see uh, really what a group of us wants to, to do rather than just a couple people uh, interacting with the, the group also. So go ahead and go on there, invite some other people who are going to want to uh, take part in some of these challenges and follow along for the year. And, uh, you know, like I said, we're trying to beat the S&P. That's ultimately my goal. But, uh, you know, it's going to depend on some of these picks and, and how the year goes. So if you're a little bit more uh, risky, you know, we can throw that money in these risk on type names, risk on positions. Uh, you know, each week's going to kind of have a theme, either oversold, uh, you know, undervalued, low PEs, dividend picks, um, you know. EVs or different industries that we're going to be looking at throughout the year. And uh, I'm sure there's going to be some other signals that we see throughout the year that are going to be worth uh, taking a look at in a, a deeper, uh, deeper dive on some different names. And that's ultimately what we're going to be looking for is coming up with the best picks that week that we can. 
and uh, you know, really seeing where everyone wants to be on these names. So that's what I've got on those. And we're going to take a quick break and I will be right back. All right, we're back. Uh, so before we get into the next part here, what uh, we accomplished in 2021 and what we're looking to do in 2022, uh, I wanted to thank you guys. You know, the podcast has been, you know, a lot of fun for me. It's really challenged me to to look up a lot more news and information and uh, really break down some of my different thoughts and things that I've uh, had over over time that I'm really kind of putting into words now. Uh, it's definitely been fun. You know, like I said last time, I, I think we're in 26 or 27 countries. We've got different listeners, um, you know, over a thousand uh, listens now, which is pretty cool for me. I, I didn't ever really know where it was going to go. Uh, so, you know, I, I definitely appreciate all the, uh, the the love and support out there. And uh, yeah, you know, if you want to support the uh, the show, anchor.fm slash let it grow, you can uh, contribute to the podcast for as little as 99 cents a month. And uh, I will try to give back in in the ways that I can, you know, whether it's uh, some of the giveaways that we're going to do or or keep giving out uh, the best information I can find. And, uh, you know, ultimately giving you guys some some good insight on uh, on things that I am looking for and things that I want to buy to make your portfolios really grow. And, uh, you know, to to avoid a lot of the mistakes that we've kind of highlighted here and just make sure that we're, we're on that right track trying to get ultimately to a brighter financial future. But, uh, you know, I'm I'm looking at where 2021 went for me. Uh, I'm on my E-Trade, on my portfolio, um, on my just on my brokerage here, which is the main bulk of my uh, my trading. And, you know, I've I've sold off some stuff throughout the year. I've certainly bought a lot throughout the year. Uh, I'm not quite too sure if this tracks all your sell side. Uh, locked in profit that you've sold also. But uh, when I'm looking at my brokerage, uh, I'm looking at it compared to the Dow Jones, the S&P, the NASDAQ. Uh, Dow Jones and NASDAQ, I'm generally on a normal trading day. I'm between those two. Uh, So if we have a a sell-off, I'm generally not as bad as the NASDAQ because that tends to sell off heavier than the Dow Jones. Uh, And if we have a, a green day, um, generally not as high as the NASDAQ. So it's it's somewhere in between those two on a, on a normal day. Um, so uh, that being said, the, the Dow Jones for the year as of right now is up 17.46%. The NASDAQ is up 21.45. And uh, mine came in at an average of 20.29%. Uh, so, you know, it's kind of a slow and steady. I'm, I'm not an options trader. I'm not crazy into really speculative names. I really want that long sustainable growth that uh, I've really pushed here. You know, I'm not into a bunch of the meme stocks or, um, you know, hype things. Uh, sometimes you get, you get caught up in them and they, uh, they can certainly hurt you if you get in too late and you, you, you know, you, you can just ride that wave down. It, it definitely can burn your portfolio up. So I have had some of these names that are not doing so well. Some of these that are oversold right now. Are, uh, are hurting the portfolio overall. Uh, some of them are oversold. I'm still up on that general position, but you know it, it hurts the, uh, the, the portfolio overall. Um, crypto uh, is a little bit harder to track on uh, crypto.com and Binance. But uh, ultimately, you know, a lot of the, the coins that I was buying, I was buying you know last December through March, April kind of time frame when I had some additional capital coming in. Uh, I was putting it into those coins and, you know, 
Bitcoin last uh, December was in the in the teens. I want to say it was like 17 to 23 when I was really buying pretty heavily. And now, you know, we're up near 50. So that that position's done well. Same thing for Ethereum. I was buying heavily in the in the 1700 to 2500 range. And, you know, I've been been trading around trying to get uh, a larger position on those coins also. Uh, so those those have done well for me. Some of the altcoins have, have done well. Uh, I think one of the biggest ones that was a loser for me so far is Cardano. Uh, that being said, I've been buying Cardano. I was buying down around that 120, 121 range as uh, that's been a, a stall point for Cardano in the past. It was previous resistance. So now it's support. Uh, so when it got down to that level, I, I saw that support band and I, I was buying it there and uh, trying to ride that wave back up. I, I do think some of the smart contracts are still in their infancy and have a lot of ways to go up. Um, so ultimately, I, th I think that is still a growth play. I, I do think Ethereum is going to continue to outperform when you're looking at it compared to Bitcoin. Um, in years past, it has sold off a little bit heavier in comparison to Bitcoin in December. Uh, now, this year, we've talked about it. it. It hasn't happened that way. It's been a little bit stronger compared to what Bitcoin has done. Um, leading me to think that in, in quarter one, quarter two, we are going to see an Ethereum rally. I do think we're going to get to new all-time highs. Um, the trend has been going that way. There's a lot of different support coming out. They've got some different updates coming out. Uh, so ultimately, I, I do think my, uh, my Ethereum position should do well. Uh, as I've said before, it is my largest position in, uh, in a crypto. Actually, it's probably one of my largest positions overall. Uh, when you look at dollar amount invested or just total market value of any one position, Ethereum is probably my number one. Uh, I think the second would probably be Tesla. And then if I'm looking, it would probably be uh, Bitcoin. And then I've got a bunch of the different individual names, you know, Microsoft, Amazon, um, Google's uh, not that big. I'm trying to think what else is uh, a bigger position size. Uh, yeah, Microsoft, Apple, uh, AbbVie's up there, but yeah, so there's definitely, I'm, I'm heavy weighted in the, uh, the Ethereum in the Bitcoin. Uh, so I'm really looking for those to, uh, really break out to that upside. It's been a long-term play. Uh, and as I said, I didn't have as much invested into them, but the gains have been, uh, big enough to where they are now that larger position size for me. Um, so ultimately uh, I want to let those keep growing. I'm, I'm definitely up on them, and I think that they're going to do better overall. Um, but when I'm, I'm going to take a look at the value here just to see what's uh, what my top holdings are right now. I got Tesla, Apple, AbbVie, uh, Microsoft, Amazon, uh, Qualcomm, United Health. That's the top uh, seven there. So, uh, but when I mix in the, the cryptos, those those come into play also. Um, so yeah, that's what, that's what I've got. But uh, ultimately going forward, um, you know, I, I kind of mentioned that I'm really looking to get into some of these growth names that really have more of that uh, upside as far as revenue and market share, things like that. So I, I have been putting money into those. Um, in years past, a lot of my, my goals for the new year were, uh, you know, increase that portfolio size, increase my dividend income to ultimately rebuy more shares, uh, you know, and, and have that larger portfolio that's paying me more every year. 
Um, I've kind of dialed back from that dividend income. I do want to get uh, probably another 20% in dividend dividend income this year. Uh, I do think that's obtainable. And, uh, you know, a lot of my dividend stocks, I just set them on drip and they just keep buying more and more of the same company. So that's definitely doable. Uh, ultimately, I do want to outperform, um, you know, definitely the, the Dow Jones, definitely want to be somewhere between the NASDAQ and the S&P. Uh, I think those gains are, are definitely going to uh, further my position, further my portfolio in the new year. So that's, that's ultimately what I'm looking to do. Um, you know, we've, we've talked more about uh, options and covered calls and, you know, things like that and the options trades. I haven't gotten there yet. Uh, I do think that's going to be something I'm going to really look into this year is selling these covered calls to potentially make more money on the shares that I hold. And, uh, you know, try to be a smart investor on that front and learn a bit about it before I really dive in. So I might do a, a paper trading account and see how it goes. Um, you know, that's definitely a good way to get started too. paper trading where you, you know, pretend you have $10,000 and you, you make it work for you as best you can before you really put your money to work. Uh, I know thinkorswim does that. Uh, there's a bunch of different paper trading accounts that you could try. Uh, yeah, but ultimately I just want everyone to have realistic expectations, um, which is part of the problem with, uh, this, um, this in investing challenges, you know, if I'm investing in October, November, December, that doesn't really give you that much time to see where we're going to let those positions get to by the end of the year. Um, you know, especially in, with dividend stocks as well, it's going to be hard to see where these the snowball effect of dividends isn't going to happen in a year. It's going to happen over time to where these positions are really going to grow and really going to do what you want them to do. Uh, so dividends are, are a bit harder to uh, do a capture on one year and really think that you're going to get somewhere. Uh, the gross stocks and the really oversold names is why I wanted to buy those week one, uh, because I think by the end of the year, a lot of them can do, uh, you know, a 2x move or something like that to where you're going to see how this uh, this $200 from week one is going to change. And it's going to be, you know, possibly $350, $400 by uh, week 52. So um, that's really what I'm looking at. I want to get that money in early and really let it grow, but uh, it can be discouraging in the, in the short term. So definitely take that into account when we're doing this, that uh, I, I have a long-term horizon and this is a short-term challenge. Um, ultimately, that, that money is going to you know do what we want it to do as a group collectively, and we'll see where we go. Uh, I do think that we can, can certainly beat the S&P. And it's just going to take a lot of smart picks that uh, really are going to do well over the next year uh, to be able to get there. You know, sometimes some of the, the larger caps don't move as much or the dividend stocks aren't going to move as much. So that's going to make it harder to beat the S&P. But uh, if we ultimately are picking some names early that uh, give us a little bit more room for growth and then kind of mix in some dividends and some safety throughout, uh, I think we'll be fine. So we'll uh, we'll definitely see where it goes. Um, like I said, the links are in the description for, for E-Trade, for Webull, for Crypto.com, for Binance. Uh, in order to get started and really um, put the, your money to use for you this year. And, uh, you know, there's a, a bunch of different options out there. So, um, you know, make sure that it works for you. Like I said, E-Trade doesn't do fractional shares. Webull does. 
Um, I'm very comfortable with E-Trade, but I'm, you know, for sake of this investing challenge, we're going to be using Webull. Uh, so it'll push me into a little bit of uncomfortable waters just because I'm not used to using it. Uh, I've had the account for probably a year, just really haven't done much with it. So I'm, I'm starting fresh. There's 50 bucks of Bitcoin in there that I'm not selling. Uh, I've liquidated everything else in the position. So we're starting with uh, 250 bucks, give or take, and we're going to see where it goes. So that's what I've got for you guys today. But uh, go ahead and, and follow those links if you need to start an account or, uh, you know, like I said, anchor.fm slash let it grow for, um, you know, helping out the channel and helping us grow together. And also we're giving away that free Google Nest Hub. Uh, all you got to do is like the video and uh, comment invited when you invite three people. And uh, that's what I got for you guys today. So I will uh, post that uh, poll up and we will. Uh, get started on on our investing challenge and that'll start on the third of the new year so take care and i'll talk to you on thursday as always thanks for stopping by please make sure to like subscribe by turning on the notification bell and sharing this podcast to help our community grow check the links in the description for offers on E-Trade, Binance, and Crypto.com to get your investing journey started. You can also help support the podcast on our Anchor.fm webpage. Until next time, let's get invested and let it grow.